The gospel is the good news of salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ, but it is only good news to those who hear it. Every believer is to go with the gospel. Today, we study with Scott Pauley what God's Word teaches about becoming a more effective witness for Christ. For the last several days, we've been talking about this expression that Jesus used in John chapter 3 of being born again. Uh, it has been so misunderstood and misconstrued today what this new birth really is all about. Uh, yet Jesus is so plain. I hope you'll read John chapter 3 afresh and meditate on it. I hope you'll memorize some of these great verses that you can use in witnessing to other people because it's powerful. And uh, in John chapter 3, Jesus gives some very simple truth. Powerful truth. First of all, it is this, that the new birth is for every sinner. It doesn't matter who you are. You may even be Nicodemus. Uh, you may feel like you're, you're very close or you may feel like you're very far away. Everyone needs the new birth. Uh, secondly, the new birth only comes through the Savior. It's all about Christ. It's really not about an experience. It's about a person. His name is Jesus. When you come to Jesus, He brings you into the family of God. But then there's a third truth, and I don't want you to miss this because Jesus really goes on to explain this. And it is this, that the new birth is the work of the Spirit. Did you notice that Jesus changed illustrations? That He went from the illustration of birth to wind in verse 8, blowing wherever it wants to. You hear it, you see the result of it, but you don't know where it's coming from or where it's going. And then He says, so is everyone that is born of the Spirit. Remember that He said that everyone must be born of water and of the Spirit. Now, this is a beautiful thought. All three members of the Godhead are connected to the new birth. All three members, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, are all a part of your salvation. New birth makes you a child of the Heavenly Father. New birth comes through the Son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ. And according to Christ's own words, new birth is the work of the Spirit. Don't you love this? You enter the family of God through this new birth, you enter a connection to God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit at the moment of salvation. Now, there's so many scriptures I could take you to and we could study about the, the Trinity, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, co-equal, co-existent, co-eternal. But let's just stay here in John chapter 3 and notice a few things about the Holy Spirit, shall we? He's mentioned in verse 5, in verse 6, and in verse 8. And in each place he's mentioned, something is, is taught to us. Here's the first thing. In verse 5, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So here we learn that the spiritual birth is a necessity. Everybody has to have two births to enter into eternal life. Being born of the water, that's natural birth. Being born of the Spirit, that's spiritual birth. As surely as you have a birthday, you need a spiritual birthday. You need a moment where you come into the family of God. So the spiritual birth is a necessity. The second thing we learn from him is that the spiritual birth is a reality. Listen to verse 6. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Now, the spiritual birth is just as real as the physical birth and just as unique. A flesh never becomes spirit. Spirit never becomes flesh. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the Spirit is spirit. You see, you have physical and spiritual parts, and your body is distinct from your soul and your spirit. 
The new birth, true salvation, doesn't just do something for your body. It's not surface work. No, it changes you on the inside. It makes you a new person in Jesus Christ. It changes your spirit, and only the Holy Spirit can do that. Surely, though, as we learn that the spiritual birth is a necessity and a reality, we very quickly learn it's also a mystery. Because he says in verse 8, The wind bloweth where it listeth. And thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. You see, the new birth is not something you can produce. It's not something you can produce in someone else. No, it's more than reform or effort. It is the work of the Holy Spirit of God within a man. It's just like wind. God is often associated in Scripture with the wind. Remember, the Holy Spirit is God's breath or God's wind in Scripture. You see that in John 20. You see it in Acts chapter 2. And there's a mystery to the wind. That's, that's the work of the Holy Spirit. He speaks. He moves. His power alone brings sinners to repentance and to faith. And so we must depend on the work of the Holy Spirit as we're witnessing. Salvation is not of us. It's of the Lord. And so there's some things we have to remember. One is that the Holy Spirit works through Scripture. The only other time the concept of the new birth is used in the Bible is in 1 Peter 1.23 where the Bible says, "...being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the Word of God which liveth and abideth forever." So the Holy Spirit and the Holy Scriptures always work together. Remember in Ephesians 6.17, Paul talks about the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Well, the Holy Spirit works as the truth of God's Word is given. That's why in witnessing we must give the Bible. Use the Scriptures. There's power in the Word of God. When the Scriptures are being given, the Spirit has the opportunity to work. Remember, He is the Spirit of truth. But then, please don't miss this. The Holy Spirit not only works through Scripture, the Holy Spirit works through witnesses. It was as Christ spoke to Nicodemus that the Spirit worked. There, there had to be a preparation of his heart, certainly, but there had to be a clear explanation of the Gospel. It took a witness. And I want to say to you, as surely as Jesus spoke to Nicodemus, the Lord wants us to speak to others about salvation, about the way of salvation. That's why the Holy Spirit came to fill believers. Read Acts 1 verse 8. When the Holy Spirit comes upon us, we are to be witnesses unto Him in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the world. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit doesn't come so you'll feel better. The Holy Spirit doesn't come so you'll have a nice life. The Holy Spirit has come to live inside of you so that you will be a bold, effective witness for Jesus Christ. The Spirit of God does the work of the new birth, but we give the message. And the Holy Spirit works as Spirit-filled believers share the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ. I've really taken my time in this passage of Scripture for a reason. Because I'd never want us to misunderstand that salvation is the work of God. God must do the work of salvation and yet He expects us to deliver the message of salvation. The Apostle Paul said it this way, we've been given the ministry of reconciliation. We've been given the word of reconciliation. Now the work of reconciliation, that's God's work. He reconciles sinners to Himself. But we have a ministry of delivering that message. We have the privilege and the responsibility of telling other people about the Lord Jesus Christ. Remember the total context of this passage in John 3 was a man who was looking for a new start, looking for a new beginning. Can I give you a challenge today? What if you started a conversation today with someone using this question? 
Have you ever thought you'd like a new start? Have you ever thought you'd like to just start over, have a new beginning? Most people are going to say yes to that. Yes, I've thought I'd like that many times. And then you can say, well, let me show you how that happens. You may even want to take them to John chapter 3 and just walk them through the same portion of Scripture and show them how God works in a man, how he begins to, to be hungry, looking for something, and how the Lord Jesus Christ is the only one who meets every one of those needs. Now, we're going to come back one more time to Nicodemus, so stay with me. One more study in John chapter 3, because I'm praying this truth will get so deeply in you, it will consume you. And then I'm praying it will come out in your conversation with other people. Friends everywhere, there are people like Nicodemus looking for the truth, searching for answers, trying to figure out what it's all about, both in this life and for the next. And we have the good news of the gospel. Tell someone today in the power of the Holy Spirit about the Lord Jesus Christ and how they can come into the family of God. Thank you for listening to Enjoying the Journey. Would you like to learn more about how to witness for Christ or perhaps teach these lessons to others? You may order this series in a special Go Kit complete with teacher helps, duplicable student guides, and additional training resources. Simply go to scottpauley.org for more information. We would love to hear from you and help you in any way possible. May God use all of us to go with the gospel today.